Our next guest is the guitarist and vocalist for the Raskolnikovs, a band out of Wellington who make music that's been described variously as a drunken Russian polka rock, uh, a cross between some kind of Eastern European music and the Munsters, and uh, bawdry Balkan bastardry after 15 years on and off recording and on the road uh, the Raskolnikovs return to play a couple of shows uh, here one in Dunedin tomorrow night and one in Port Chalmers on Friday night uh, it's great to have uh, Brett Moody on the program Kia ora, good morning sir Kia ora, how you doing man? I'm doing fine uh, aside from the fact uh, that knowing that this is your 15th anniversary tour uh, of, of sorts makes me feel pretty bloody old it would have been almost that long uh, when I f uh, long ago that I first saw you guys play at the Crown Hotel here in Dunedin as it was uh, back then um, please tell me that the band hasn't mellowed with age no no if, any if anything we've um, yeah just been soaking soaking in our juices I guess and um, yeah we've Got, got a bit more cantankerous and crazy, probably. Oh, bloody good. Hey, speaking of polka, you haven't happened upon the film The Man Who Would Be Polka King, have you? No, I haven't seen that one. It's a, a documentary about uh, a Polish emigre who moves to America to try and be a famous musician uh, and holds up in Pennsylvania where there's a really large Polish community and becomes a polka god uh, and eventually fleeces a bunch of people and runs tours to visit the then Polish Pope. Uh, it's amazing. Um, All right. I'll check it out. <laughs> um, so you were at that show in the Crown, were you? I, I was, yeah. Yeah, um, we played there a few times. We would have liked to have played there again, but um, yeah, we're playing at Dogwood Two Tails because it's um, yeah, we can make it free on the door, and thought this time of year might be a good idea. Oh, that's bloody generous of you, Brett. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Fifteen years, three EPs, one LP, uh, five New Zealand tours, one Australian adventure, one British implosion. I pause there. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, we've. Um, at various times, members have lived in, in the UK, and I currently live there now, so um, I'm just um, over for this tour, and they'll be heading back to Bristol. Um, but yes, we have, at one point we were there, we played a, a, a show in London, and then we kind of drove down to uh, Brighton to play this other show, and that night just seemed to kind of go on forever, and we found ourselves like wandering on the stones there at, on the beach at some godforsaken hour. And, um, yeah, after that, we didn't play for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of got back together when I, um, I was back in Wellington and got a new... We, we put a new bass player on board, uh, Mino, and we've got a horn section as well now, too. So we kind of expanded when we got back together, so that has made it... Uh, it's brought new life into the old songs, really, I'd say. That feels like a very simplified version of, of a far darker tale. Getting yeah. lost and walking along the beach doesn't sound like reason to break up a band for two years. Yeah, no, there's no animosity. It was more just like, um, I don't know, the world sometimes pulls you in different directions. And when you've got a band of seven people, um, all with really strong ideas, uh, sometimes it's just better for things to go in different directions. And, um, you know, we, we know that we're going to be playing this music when, we're, when we are old farts. You know, we're going we're gonna to still be doing this. We're in it for the long haul. And, um, you know, that's why we can take these kind of breaks and stuff and feel like it's, it's OK. And when we come back together, it's just like old times. So, yeah, we've already got um, ideas for the next move, which is probably going to be either a live album or um, combined with also a, a, a history of the, of the band as well in book form, maybe. 
Wow. Like a, an, an illustrated book? Yeah, thinking like a coffee table type scenario. Yeah, yeah. Not sure, yeah, not sure exactly how it's going to work, but um, we just played in Wanganui with um, an ex-member of ours who's uh, Irene Beautre. She's a published poet up there, and she, she did a few readings before, so we might try and rope her in as well. Do you think of your songs as grumpy songs? No, I think of them as like, um, well, for a start, they're all fictional. They're all like gothic tales put to music, really. I see, but I always see them as like somebody fighting against the darkness or that kind of, you know, rage against the dying of the light kind of shit. And is that rage intensified? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, life is pretty hard at times, but as long as you kind of look on the bright side, enjoy the time with your friends and look for new, new futures and look for new things to do in the future... You know, that's how you get through, isn't it? So I think I think those songs are just about life, really, but just put into, like, you know, gothic narratives, maybe set in 1870s New Zealand. What are you doing with yourself in the United Kingdom as long as as long as long that lasts? Um, well, uh, my, my partner's British, so that's why I'm over there at the moment, but we, I will be back at some point. Um, we, we're actually all librarians in the band, so I work in a library there in Bristol University, and... Um, yeah, some of the guys here work at the National Library. Uh, so, yeah, we're all librarians by a, trade. There's a proud tradition, isn't there, really, of, of libraries kind of being the the haunt of artists and musicians and types. Yeah, like, I was like just post, reading the other like day um, that poet Philip Larkin. He, he used to work at the University of Hull as, uh, University of Hull as a librarian. So, yeah, I think this definitely pops up now and again. And well, you, there's a lot of inspiration in a library, you know, you come across random facts that you never, you know, never would have looked up willingly, but somebody asked you about it, so... You don't find yourself buried in, in lithographs trying to write songs? Nah, uh, if I'm writing a song and I need um, some, uh, you know, some facts, obviously I can use it to check it, but um, usually, um, these days it's all, it's all pretty digital at my end anyway, so <laughs> don't really get buried in... And physical objects, more or less like buried in emails. Libraries are great repositories for facts. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're looking for them, National I... Library of New Zealand's like been um, doing. Um, you know, it's got everything pretty much ever published in New Zealand, and you can know anyone can go there. Fantastic, fantastic resource. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm going to play an old song of yours. I hope you don't mind. No, it's, a, it's a personal favourite of mine. It's called Henry the Butcher. Yep. Uh, can you tell us a bit about this song? Sure, yeah, that was one written by, the, uh, there's two singers in our band, um, myself and Matt Pants, and the band kind of formed when we met in Wellington. He plays piano accordion. Uh, this song is one of the very first ones we ever came up with. I think Matt had already written it before we, we started the band. And, um, yeah, it's just a bit of a tale of a butcher who, um, you know, with a broken heart and goes crazy. I feel bad now, I should have picked one of your songs, Brett. No, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's play, a short one. Play, playing tomorrow night at uh, Dog With Your Tales. It's free, by gosh. And then Friday at the galley in Port Chalmers. Uh, Brett Moody from... Yeah, that's also free. That's also free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, come now. We used to, like, um, yeah, we used to play at Chick's Hotel there, but, um, oh. yeah, we would have um, happily playing at the galley this time. 
Beautiful. Great to have you in in Dogtown. This is the Raskolnikovs and Henry the Butcher. It's 22 minutes to the hour of 10 on your Haraway's Oat Singles Breakfast. See you come. You know you're gonna have to run because your conscience weighs a ton.